0: Hey, um, do used question? Is it, where is that Facebook picture? Um, is that, like, your brother's bar or something? And, um, plans, why don't you reply to, uh, except my Facebook friend request. Don't be a douchebag, Come on. Um, oh yeah, this is, uh, Vice, which I haven't posted anything on the forum because, as everyone says, I don't have shit to say, but I guess no one does.
1: This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary, brought to you by AdamandEve.com.
2: Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wackman?
3: Not a whole lot.
2: <laughs> Pretty uh, crazy weekend there. <laughs> I uh, ended up going to uh, the East Bay, which I don't do very often, but it was a good time. It was a friend of ours' birthday party.
3: Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, you I know- was a dancing queen at one point. <laughs>
2: You were I was surprised you're a whirling dervish. I, was I don't think wasted. I've uh, yeah, you're pretty wasted. It takes a lot of alcohol to get you on the dance floor. Well,
3: there was enough there to, you know, hit the mark. Well, was it the alcohol or is it the inordinate amount of
2: lesbians that drew you to the <laughs> dance floor?
3: Were there that? Yeah, there were. Dude, you know, yeah, you. <laughs> dude
2: how, many, how many girls there were not lesbians? Uh, about half. No way. There were I, I would say maybe no two.
3: No, there were more than that. No, those were dudes. <laughs> <laughs> they don't count. They weren't lesbians.
2: But, yo, know, I, I thought it was funny. I was like, wow, you know, it's, like I, it's been a while since I've been to a party with uh, that many lesbians.
3: There's a lot of lesbians in the East Bay. And lesbians can drink beer.
2: Yeah. They can put away a lot of. And, they, they, I mean, we were drinking it's what? High Life?
3: Uh, there was a ton of liquor there. That's why I was drinking rum at one point. That's why. Uh...
2: Dude, I, I think I dig the company of lesbians. I do. I I dig that. You know, and I always wondered the birthday boy. Uh, our friend Jay has a lot of lesbian friends. And I always wondered. Wow, you know, I I only have maybe like what one lesbian friend. I work with a couple of lesbians, but you know, I don't really hang out with a huge lesbian crowd. But I enjoy the company of lesbians.
3: Certain. I I just think the particular lesbians at the party are fun to hang out with. There's a lot of uh, really boring lesbians out there. Yeah, but
2: they're more fun to hang out with than uh, I'd say a lot of my brother's friends. That's. And plus, More likely
3: true than not. I had some of your brother's friends are funny. What about Mattress? He's a no, good guy. No, Mattress is a great guy, but I'm talking about some of the Jeff other... Jeff can be funny when he's not seething with rage.
2: <laughs> but you know what, though? Hanging out with lesbians, you know if you pass
3: out in a room full of lesbians, you're, you're not, not going to get, get buggered. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Unless they're trying to teach you some paternalistic lesson. But I mean, you, the... can,
2: you can pass out in a room full of gay men or a room full of frat boys, and there's a good chance you're going to get buggered. That's true. I know. Lesbian. at least
3: paddled or something. It's the safest way. That.
2: Yeah, but anyway, I got I got really really drunk that night, and, and I, I even was, drove. <laughs> yeah, th- that amazed me. Is is the near death experience we uh, we had in the was it the Webster Tunnel when you almost smashed right into the side of the tunnel?
3: Oh, don't exaggerate it, dude. You you sp- I don't I wouldn't
2: say the car was spun out of control, but you definitely it wasn't swerved. Not at
3: all spun out of control. I, I yeah, I swerved maybe like. A half a foot too far that I in a direction I shouldn't have been going,
2: and then I recall you saying because I was laughing um, uproariously about it, <laughs> and I recall you saying it's only funny because we're not dead. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what though, dude, you're you're a damn good drunk driver. I probably shouldn't have been driving,
3: and it's, no, not at it's all. not
2: a distinction that you need to have.
3: No, I got to cut it down. Uh, I've been doing it way too much. Lately. But yeah, you're a good drunk driver. Stupid. So. I was all
2: hungover pretty much the entire Sunday. I um, was going to go see that movie, Drag Me to Hell, but I was too drunk to even drag myself out of to bed. The movie theater, or yeah. Too hungover. So, yeah. yeah, I ended up staying in and uh, pretty much was on the internet all day. And what dawned on
3: me How many times?
2: Uh, how many times did I jerk off?
3: Yeah. Four.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's Dude, proportional
3: to the amount of hangover you have because you just can't do anything else. Well, you, know, you can't you, eat, you can't leave the house because you're paranoid. Well, you get to the
2: point where you're like, you know, this excedron's is really not cutting it. Maybe if I jerk off, an orgasm will, like, cure my headache. Yeah. You know, salutary reasons. It, it didn't happen.
3: I got you beat, so... No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say the number, but...
2: So, anyway, I was, I was thinking while I was on the internet, and uh, there was a, a topic that was quite frequent on pretty much every news website, the death of David Carradine. And That's true. I was thinking... We kind of jumped the gun with our show uh, last, last week.
3: Well, you could look at it like that, or you could say we were, you know, on the bleeding edge of the news, or like actually before it even happened, we, we report on in, in this general area of the news. So you're saying it was portentous,
2: that we would do... Prescient. Okay, prescient, <laughs> that we would do a story, and then what, three days later, a guy commits suicide. Well, I
3: think, you know, we gave out all these awards for rock and roll deaths... And suicides were part of that. I think, even though he's not a rocker, he's an actor. I think he probably fancies himself a rocker. I think Gabe and was like, I can do better than that shit. What about best it, cheesy
2: 70s action show <laughs> death? Exactly. You think? Uh, how did, did Starsky die? Is Starsky still alive? Or Hutch? <laughs> I, mean, I, have, I have no idea. What about Never Isaac from Love Boat? Is alive? still alive? Uh, don't know. I don't know. I guess uh, you wouldn't put David Carradine in the same category as the Isaac Hoff from Love Boat. The Hoff is Lumpo. still alive. Yeah, the Hoff is still alive. But you know what, though? It's not beyond the realm of reason that the Hoff might be found with a cord wrapped around his neck and his nuts and his yeah. hands.
3: He's probably going to choke on a cheeseburger.
2: Yeah, he probably What about
3: T.J. Hooker?
2: I, you know, I don't even remember, remember that show.
3: <laughs> William Shatner.
2: Was that William Shatner? Was T.J. Hooker?
3: Yeah. Much God. superior to his role in Star Trek, by the way.
2: Okay, what about Matt Houston? Who's that? You don't remember that show. <laughs> Damn the good show? show. Yeah. What's his name? Lee Horsley? No. I think his name or something Horsley. No Matt Horsley. I have no fucking idea
3: what you're talking about. I don't know. It was, it was like was this some f- South African Jewish program? <laughs> no,
2: it was it was quite popular in the States. It was like the fall guy. But the Fall I,
3: Guy, like, what about that dude? Lee Majors. Lee Majors? I, yeah,
2: I don't even know if he's still alive. He's
3: still alive.
2: But the fact of the matter is. David Carradine, I guess his career was recently revived with uh, a la Quentin Tarantino's film Kill Bill. Right. But, I mean, prior to Kill Bill, though, had he you completely done. forgotten about that
3: guy? Yeah. And that's what Quentin Tarantino does. He revives, you know, actors' careers.
2: Yeah, but, like, B-list actors. He just kind of brings them True. back from the dead. Although, yeah. he, didn't he revive Travolta? He
3: revived—that I mean, was a B-list actor yeah, he was a before B-list he got revived. And then there was that dude who was in Jackie Brown— I can't remember his name, the guy with the hair plugs.
2: Well, what's interesting to me, and uh, it's still, I guess, uh, supposedly, a, supposedly a mystery about how Carradine died. They haven't proved it uh, definitively yet. But what's interesting to me is that there's like, I don't know, between 500 to 1,000 deaths per year because of our autoerotic asphyxiation. And you know, all these deaths go unnoticed. People label them as suicides. But when a famous person, a celebrity dies in this fashion uh-huh. like think of michael hutchins from NHS. yeah
3: so we did talk about that last week it just wasn't caridine
2: all of a sudden it's just like you find all this information is dug up about this person and so what's come out about Caradine is that man was a freak
3: freak of the week
2: he was a freak of the week <laughs> 72 years old and uh he was still taking well i guess he was in bangkok uh filming a movie but so he was discovered naked and hanging in the wardrobe of his Bangkok hotel room. There was a rope tied around his neck, another around his hands, and uh, one connected to his genitals. <laughs> Explain this to me, Wackerly. Being that if I,
3: Michael Hutchins were here, being that you, you can could masturbate give some more than,
2: <laughs> being that you could masturbate more than four times in one day, how would you jerk off with your hands bound, a rope around your neck, and? Uh, yeah, rope. And a rope around your your ghoulies. I,
3: I don't know. I mean, I figured maybe there's something you could do with your thighs, with your cock in between your thighs, and you, they're greased up and pushed together. Okay. I don't the, understand why the rope is around his his balls. So, but you or know, his whole dick. Maybe the, the rope, all the whole the whole assemblage down there.
2: Well, you just said that's the thing. Generals is such a. Um, yeah. Curious term. It's, right. just, it's kind of confusing. But if you think about it, I, I assume he was using the rope around the nuts as like a cock ring to stem the blood
3: flow. So he, he's trying to increase his stamina with his hand. Oh. <laughs> he's really trying to please the hand. All right. Unlike. I think that's how Senior Wences used to jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> Did you come yet? <laughs> No, no, I didn't have to come. It felt like you came. <laughs> no, I am still hard. <laughs> okay, sorry.
2: You're too good at that. <laughs> you practiced this before. But, you, you know, unlike you and I, when uh, you're completely hungover and you're just jacking off out of sheer boredom, you're like, eh, I'm going to jack off, you know, number six time today and then yeah, I go back any. to watching Battlestar Galactica. I, I don't think, have any special
3: devices. Yeah, I anything. think
2: Caradine put a lot of time and effort into his... You know, BDSM get up here. I mean, this I want to know
3: if he brought the rope from the States or if he was just using, like, the Venetian blind cord. <laughs>
2: you know, I read on TMZ that there's a sex shop that he uh, frequented. And I guess a month before he was going to uh, Thailand, they interviewed the shop owner, and the shop owner's. It was like, oh, yeah, you know, David came in here, he was really excited, and he bought this, this, these wrist cuffs, and these, uh, <laughs> you know, this ball gag, and blah, 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 and he's pointing it out. And TMZ has a picture of, like, Caroline's face superimposed on top of a bunch of sex objects.
3: Yeah, that's TMZ for you.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But
3: is it, is it, does he buy all this shit to use on himself, or does he actually have a partner?
2: Well, that's what I wonder, because Thai police were claiming that they, they could not rule out suicide or a sex game gone wrong. And so when, when they imply sex game, I, th- I think that implies insinuates that there's more than one person. Because how does one person just play? I mean, I guess you could play. Solid a game. hair. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, but I mean, masturbation's a solo activity.
3: I just don't care about myself to put that much effort into it.
2: <laughs> I, I just feel like I mean, I mean, I don't
3: need to go to relationship counseling with myself. I'm stuck with myself. So, you know, take it or leave it, you dumbass.
2: Well, my whole thing is, it's not like I'm, you know, setting the mood lighting, lighting the candles, putting on the mantelow, and then, uh, you know, nestling back to like four hours of porno and a four-hour masturbation session. You don't have
3: to be good giving in game with yourself.
2: Dude, a two-minute clip on (laughs) RedTube accomplishes the deed.
3: I got to rub out like seven of these today because I'm hungover. I don't have time for that shit.
2: Yeah, but do you think if you put concentrated all those seven seven times into one time, one half hour time with ropes and spikes and anal eggs. Do you think I that just the, get it out of my system? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, do you think the orgasm would be that spectacular that you don't need to do it seven times?
3: <clears throat> yeah, but then what the fuck am I going to do for the rest of the day? <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, so Play it's interesting. <laughs> it's, it's obvious to anybody. I mean, perhaps... There might have been a hooker involved that was there, a lady boy perhaps, a lady boy perhaps that they're suppressing. Obviously, because the family is quite upset about the uh, exposure of Paradine well, in the news. You're time saying used. the
3: cops might have, or the kid took off,
2: which is even more likely. Yeah, but the I'm sure the hotel has uh, surveillance footage, which hasn't come out it's yet. It's Thailand, it is
0: Thailand. <laughs> you, you never I wouldn't
2: know. be so sure. Or and, you
3: know, the kid, kid, the footage could be
2: blurry. But the family is taking such pains to suppress any photo getting out They're threatening to sue any news organization that posts one of his autopsy photos.
3: Yeah, it's 2009. You can't prevent that shit from well, coming you, out anymore. Do you see
2: the lawyer that they hired? Uh, I don't even know if he's a good my lawyer. memory. Uh, what's it? Mark Garagos.
3: Oh, Garagos. How yeah, do you say his know. name? I, I think, think it's Garagos. Garagos. Yeah, he's he does a lot of lawyering.
2: Yeah, no, he's like a Hollywood lawyer. He represented Michael Jackson, uh, Chris Brown. He's he's representing right now really? uh, Scott Peterson uh-huh. in the past, uh, Gary Condit. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's uh,
3: represented quite a few people. If, if you're famous and you pay that guy for his lawyering services, do you, is the bonus that you get to ask like, all the questions, like, he really did it, right, that motherfucker, <laughs> Michael Jackson? He buggered those kids, and Mark's like, yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. I'm going to bill you for this hour, by the way.
2: (laughs) Lawyer and uh, client confidentiality. Okay.
3: Right. But you are his client, so I think... So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm
2: sure Karen probably found a lot of secrets. and then
3: he can, you know, don't tell anybody else or I'm going to fucking write you out. Well,
2: what's interesting, Garagos being this, you know, high-priced, incredibly intelligent lawyer, his only uh, case here, I guess, to argue against suicide was that there's this underground kung fu sect that's (laughs) out there that... uh, Caradine supposedly was investigating, uh-huh. and they murdered that. him. Right.
3: It, it, Why did they do that again?
2: I, well, I, I think the family is so embarrassed that Carradine would wrap a corn around his nuts and jerk off and die while jerking off that they're like, no, there's no way he was into this. It's got to be this a mysterious kung fu sect the no, ninjas no, I, I that go around I understand the family's
3: perspective, but what, what's the uh, purported motive of the, of the ninja sect for killing
2: I think uh, what they said is that uh, Carradine was uh, investigating the ninjas for a documentary. I think that's what he um, Uh-huh. He's he, 72, he right? He, he was
3: still 72 years old when he was doing that.
2: Do you, do you think Carradine really cared <laughs> any, anything about kung fu? He was never... He was, you know, like uh, Norris Chuck Norris was a karate expert. Van Damme, I think he did something. I, I actually think... Was, didn't he Van Damme do like martial arts? Kumite. <laughs> I don't know. No, but I what, think he that? had a martial arts background. Yeah. Did Karadine do anything? I mean, Karadine, I think, it was just a Hollywood actor. that They're like, uh, yeah, you're going to put you in the uh, grasshopper role.
3: Yeah. He wasn't even at all Chinese. You know that, right? No, he was they American. Did, they put some weird thing in his eye to make it look a little more uh, almond-shaped. And I heard I heard an interview. He he didn't know anything. You're right. He didn't know anything about kung fu but I think through the show and the years after the show, he did actually get into Kung Fu. Oh,
2: okay. So he started learning about Kung Fu. Right. <sighs> I, I mean, I guess it's, 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 I don't know, it sounds preposterous that someone would be investigating this mysterious ninja organization that, that <laughs> operates in Bangkok. They got the
3: best Thai detectives on the case.
2: Yeah, I'm sure. The, the best Thai detectives that are letting the autopsy photos leak to the press. <laughs> you notice that? The, yeah. there's already aut- I think
3: they're being paid to leak them to the press. Did
2: they have photos, the autopsy photos of David Carradine on the Sick and Wrong forum right now. I <laughs> saw that today. And, I was and like, he's
3: completely naked. He's got a giant scar up his sternum, you know, the Y-shaped thing where they ripped all his guts out. Of him. like, it's Basically, you cannot be more exposed than that.
2: But did you see those horrible tattoos?
3: Yeah, The picture's too blurry. I mean, you can see the evidence of them, but you can't really see what the tattoo is, can you? Unless, just, there's a, unless there's a more high-rise picture that I haven't seen.
2: No, there's, like, some really faded tattoos. They look like fish or something, koi fish or something. <laughs> tattoos it, fade, man. You know, as time goes on, I think there's some more details are going to come out because the, me- the media is having a field day. But one thing that the media has mentioned that a death like Caroline, a death like Michael Hutchins, has shed light on uh, the dangers of erotic asphyxiation. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of people don't really know exactly how it all works. And you know, I read an interesting article on Slate about, is there a safe way to autoerotically as- asphyxiate? <laughs> and their answer is no.
3: Slate is always on the cutting
2: edge. <laughs> They're always right on it. So erotic asphyxiation refers to intentionally cutting off oxygen to the brain for sexual arousal. It's called asphyxia, autoerotic asphyxia, or breath control play. Uh, colloquially, a person engaging in the activity is sometimes called a gasper.
3: <laughs> like Gasper the Friendly Ghost? <laughs> I think it's you Gasper. No, you're so perverted.
2: Gasper the Friendly Pervert. Yeah, I think that's interesting. It's like, I'm into gasping. How about you?
3: Um, what is the hanky code for gasping? I don't know. Blue? I'm oh, thinking think a blue, blue hanky. Yeah. Purple maybe to yeah. purple or blue. <laughs> blue
2: with a bluish purple, like a violet blue maybe. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, various methods are used to achieve the level of oxygen depletion, depletion needed here. So, uh, kids listening to Sick and Wrong, I you know I just realized that we actually do have an audience of adolescents, like twelve-year-olds, twelve to fourteen-year-olds. Uh, yeah, these kids that have been we adding clean me, up our act. Well, they're, they're, I've, I've noticed like this um, uh, surplus of kids that have been adding me on Facebook that are like graduated in nineteen ninety-five, ninety-six. I'm like. Okay, you graduate high school at 96. I was almost <laughs> finished with college by that point. True. Yeah, they make me feel really old. So kids listening to this, we're not giving you a how-to. This is an instruction manual here. We're just telling you, explaining you the uh, nature of autoerotic asphyxiation.
3: Although, to be honest with you, when I was that age, I mean, I was huffing Scotch Guard out of a bag in the garage and doing that thing where you press on each other's chest until you pass out. So You I, did
2: the choking game? Yeah. I, I didn't even know it was around that long ago. <laughs> yeah, we did it. I thought the choking game was a current fad. No, we used to do it. You used to choke each other out till you passed out.
3: You don't choke. Uh, what you do is, uh, and once again, kids don't do this. It's actually not fun at all. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> you stand up against the wall, and you breathe in and out three times as deeply you as you can. You uh, hyperventilate? I don't know if it's hyperventilating, but just in and out. because You do it slowly. And then on the third time, as you breathe out, your friend pushes on your chest, basically preventing you from taking another breath. And then you lose consciousness, fall to the ground, and have like a really bizarre, like, one second dream that's just like the weirdest dream you could ever have. And then you wake up and you don't remember what just happened. This sounds, like it at, at it. Six- this sounds like a whippet. It
2: sounds like a whippet
3: no it's not a, a whippet is you know you're high as fuck and laughing your ass off at nothing but you're conscious of that. you're like I just did a whippet but you really you wake up from this thing the choking game or whatever you want to call it we used to call it something else well,
2: I think in, uh, in this day and age they actually
3: do choke each other out it's the same thing you're just preventing oxygen from your brain really quickly but it's also of, the same thing as drinking alcohol. <laughs> just Alcohol does it over a very slow, progressive period of time. But
2: now think about if you're doing that and jerking off at the same time. Hmm. I don't know.
3: I just don't... You wouldn't be able to finish because you pass out. I guess maybe if you finish right before you pass out, that's the thing to do.
2: I, I think that's, that's how it works. Yeah. So in order to achieve the level of oxygen depletion needed, uh, people use uh, various methods such as hanging... Suffocation with a plastic bag over the head, which is actually quite popular. <laughs> Self strangulation, such as with a ligature, gas, or volatile solvents. By that, do they mean whip it?
3: No, that, they're talking about the Scotch card thing.
2: Oh, okay. Or like, yeah. Uh, yeah, huffing gas or spray paint. <laughs> uh, chest Inhalings. compression, chest compression, oh, or yeah, some combination of these.
3: Part of the thing, I have to say, part of the thing of doing that game is you, you always did it with like some girls that you thought were cute but had no game with.
2: Yeah, but at least you get so to you feel, feel their kids. Yeah.
3: Because you much. get the on their chest. And they're passed out for a second, so you can feel their chest, well
2: too. You know, Wackerly, I like the cut of your jib. I
3: don't There's do always an alternative motive. I never motive. did that. Because there was always another girl there who was conscious. And you're like, oh, she's going to rat me out if I feel this shake <laughs> up right now. Anyways.
2: In the uh, BDSM community, interactions of this nature may be referred to as breath play or sometimes edge play. And generally includes a partner, as you're saying. But like other forms of edge play, it pushes limits of safe, sane, and consensual act, uh, sexual activity. And I think that's why it's classified as a uh, paraphilia.
3: What's uh, paraphilia mean? Uh,
2: para- like in the DSM-4, it's like you know some aberrant sexual oh. practice.
3: So now we're going to get all the Gaspers angry at us. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're going to have all the Gaspers right in. And I, the but I'm not
2: calling the Gaspers freaks, Okay. I'm not saying David Caradine was a freak. I'm just—we don't
3: subscribe to that category. He was creative.
2: Uh, death often occurs when the loss of consciousness caused by partial asphyxia leads to loss of control over the means of strangulation. So that's probably what happened to Caradine. I mean, he was jacking off, minding, those biz- uh, minding, those- minding his own business, right? Having a dandy of a time. And the lady
3: was uh, dancing on the bed. Naked. Lady
2: boys dancing, dick flopping to and fro, and then huge next thing you know, lady boy cock. Next thing you know, he got, he got uh, wrapped up in the masturbation and not around the ligature in his neck. Uh-huh. I think he just kind of lost sight of that, and then you, you know, that's, that's well, what happened. Well, plus he's
3: fucking old. Like, he could have fell over and just, you know, and did just
2: kind of, you know, he, like passed out.
3: Yeah. As an engineer, though, I do think you could pretty easily design. A device that would make it pretty safe.
2: Well, that's what they say. Victims are often found to have rigged some sort of rescue <laughs> mechanism.
3: So am I signing my own death warrant here <laughs> with my curiosity?
2: But uh, no, they, they, you. So I can see wackily. I mean, I think you'd have the forethought to say, you know what, I'm going to rig this, like you know, trigger like device to like you know unhinge the uh, cord from the, uh, the the wardrobe.
3: Yeah, you just need some type of a fail open valve, like. You know, you have a little squeeze thing in your non-jerking hand, a little switch that you have to hold down as you're jerking off with the other hand, and if you were to lose consciousness, you your hand will unsqueeze the button or, or switch, and then the uh, the valve that's pre- preventing you from breathing automatically opens. Well, uh, perhaps... And uh, a cell phone calls 911. <laughs> 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 OnStar, OnStar masturbation devices. Uh, do you have a problem? We just gotta signal that you're choking and beating off.
2: Well, I think Caradine wasn't as uh, astute of an engineer as you are, because um, many victims are found to have rigged a uh, rescue mechanism that has not worked in the way they anticipated, uh-huh. and then they Which lose consciousness. Happen, yeah. You gotta and, t- t- uh, look what happens. <laughs> you
3: gotta test it on monkeys first, <laughs> <laughs> extensively, <laughs> and we all know how much monkeys like to beat off. So,
2: as I mentioned, they said that the uh, the way to make autoerotic asphyxiation less dangerous is to do it with a trusted partner and set up a safe word. Uh-huh. You probably don't want that safe word to be more. Uh, or, or, <laughs> or come or, on. Or, or, or. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Or do it. <laughs> you, you don't want that. You want it to be like, you know, some, some non-sequitur safe word like, squirrel. <laughs> you know, I think that would stop people from choking uh, yeah, you. Yeah, True. Um, uh, don't use drugs or alcohol. What's the fun in that? Yeah. I mean, don't you think you'd have to be really high to even say, you know, putting a bag around my head and, uh, tying a (laughs) cord around my neck and hanging with, you know, wearing my sister's panties. Sounds like a pretty good idea. Let's party. You know, it's like I've been up on speed for like two days straight. Yeah. It sounds like a good idea. So I don't know who would do that sober. I'd be scared of someone who would do that sober. Um... And of course, don't tie the belt or rope too tight. Really, (laughs) I would have never thought that. Um, So uh, yeah, you know, people, we don't recommend you trying autoerotic asphyxiation. And what I don't understand is what really is the satisfaction from it. I understand you experience. It's never
3: happened to me. I mean, have you ever been? Have you ever done it? You know, have you ever had a girlfriend who's wanted you to do it?
2: I've never actually had it done to me, so I guess. Why would you? I I wouldn't. I'm not into it. But how many times has a situation arisen where you've had a girl, you know, or your girlfriend or whatever, say, "Choke me"? Never. You've never once had that come up.
3: (laughs) I don't date those types of girls. Bullshit. You've never had
2: a single girl say, "Choke me."
3: Oh no.
2: I don't know what kind of vanilla sex is going on on that side of the table.
3: Yeah, no choking. That's the type of vanilla. It's like, uh, you it's Rocky Road ice cream, but no choking. No choking
2: involved. (laughs) Anal sex, okay. Choking. Sure. Out out of the picture. Spanking,
3: yeah. Well, that's what I'm... No
2: choking. That's my point, is... No edge play. (laughs) Edge play has has arisen in some of my sexual encounters, (laughs) and and I, I guess it probably would be the quality of... Women that I date,
3: well, you know, um, scarred emotionally, it comes to mind. I like
2: cutters. Is that my <laughs> fault? Is it my fault that I like cutters? Yes, uh, but no. Okay, a couple girls I've had, even some of the normal girls. I've had a couple normal girls. You, you know, one long term normal girlfriend that I've had that I'm was into not, choking. Yeah,
3: I'm not implying that these girls are strong. I'm just saying none of mine have ever been. But
2: like that. regardless. I just have never been into it, and it kind of freaks me out. It sort of ruins the sexual experience for me because then I'm sitting there thinking, "Am I, you know, pushing too hard on their, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. their throat? Am I going to crush their trachea? Am I going to have would...
3: to call nine one one in five minutes and Dude, could, explain it, myself? Imagine explaining yourself.
2: It's like you know." You you know your your semen is dripping out of her vagina and uh, you just uh, <laughs> she asked me to do it and you just she asked me to choke her it wasn't me <laughs> I mean dude it's like uh, who, who are they going to believe in that uh, in that scenario but why are these girls into it
3: uh, well I think there's two I think part of it is the whole domination thing where some people like that and I think girls like it more than guys but uh, there are well, some guys that like it but I, I think there's a biological function. Um, where, you know, the pleasure is heightened because there's no oxygen to your brain.
2: Well, I think I think it's uh, that. Yeah, I mean, the, the I think cutting off the oxygen heightens your your arousal. I think it intensifies your orgasm. But I think you know, I think with women, a lot of women, I think they have that rape fantasy. And it's the um, domination. It's yeah, the control. Probably. You know, yeah, it's like, and you're right. sitting there. You know, that's another thing I'm not really good
3: All at. All girls like it rough. Yeah, but that's that's what I do. a bit have of you, the rough How stuff. many
2: girls have you been with that been like, you know, call me a slut and a cunt and a whore?
3: That's never happened either. But I have had girls that like want you to uh, force them to have sex with you. See, I've never had that,
2: like where you just kind of like jump out of the closet wearing much, like yeah. a, a, a ski mask.
3: Maybe not that much. <laughs> I mean, I think they want—they don't want to be in, in a fear, clown suit, in fear of their life. But uh, <laughs> uh, no, they want you to like, you know, have sex with them, like pressed up against the door, like right when you come in the place, or that sort of thing.
2: You know, I guess I've had a similar situation to that, but
3: or like, you know, you know what I'd love if we were walking through the park and then we were in like a, you know, secluded area and you just like took me.
2: See, but th- but that's hot though. That's hot. I'm like, not saying it's not hot, but, but, do, <laughs> but it's a
3: sort of a rape fantasy.
2: But doing, yeah, that, that is a rape fantasy, but doing that and then choking the girls to the point of, un, you know, like semi It's all related, though. I, it is, and I think it's just one step too far. I don't know.
3: I do, too. I think it's one step too far. I, think I, I don't think I'd, if I, if I did have that experience, I think I would be like, nah. <laughs>
2: but, but, you know, I'm, Here's my
3: belt and your vibrator, and I'll go play Xbox, but... uh
2: I've had conversations with friends and uh, who've said, you know, that they get off on it. They've been like, you know, I'm going to fuck the shit out of you, you
3: little bitch. And it's like you mean the guy enjoys choking. The guy the girl. enjoys
2: choking. her. Nah, that's fucking weird. Ma- maybe I'm like Woody Allen. Maybe it's like I'm genetically hotwired to be self-conscious when I'm uttering things like that. But <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I, I analyze the situation too much, but I, I just feel too self-conscious to be like, you yeah, I'm going to fuck you, you little bitch. <laughs> It just it doesn't come out naturally, you know. I don't know what to say,
3: Uh, and it's funny because (laughs) there
2: should be a manual for something like that.
3: Well, it's funny because the girl script the girl likes it until you say something. You you, I'm sure any girl, there's something you could say that would be too far.
2: And it always happens to me because I've, I've like,
3: yeah. oh, you little horny bitch, you dirty bitch, you you fucking bitch who doesn't wipe her ass well enough. <laughs> and I can see a little dingleberry. What? Get the fuck off me! You're like, what? What? I was insulting you. You,
2: you told slutty, me to do it. You slutty strumpet! You. You know, it's just like you'll you'll come out with something, and it's just like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I you autumn...
3: fucking stretch
2: marked bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm self conscious. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna fuck the shit out of those beef curtains no but seriously it's like inevitably i'll ruin the mood with something and then the girl that will, i can believe yeah and then the girl will be you know will just say you know y- you lost me that's it <laughs> that's it we're done
3: here i know, and then she'll you, know unwrap, you don't know when to quit <laughs> you
2: carried it too far <laughs> she'll and, unwrap the you know, muslin
3: scarf <laughs> You have Meanwhile, to bring up st- those things about my mother-in-law. Meanwhile, you're still totally hard, and then she leaves, and then you use the scarf to choke yourself, and you die. <laughs> and then you die, exactly.
2: It's the, that's good the dangers of, of erotic asphyxiation, people. But no, I, you know, I've always found it kind of odd when I've, I've had girls request that that type of thing. And I guess, you know... Believe it or not, it is quite common. Mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, you get to the point where it's like the the same missionary stuff. unless you're Christian, (laughs) unless you're a pro-lifer, you get to the point where I think the same vanilla sex that you've had for the past five years Mm -hmm. is too boring. Yeah. And then you got to move on to the strangulation and the choking and the putting a bag on your head and wearing furry outfits. That's what I think,
3: you know... like, fundamentalist, uh, whatever, Hasidic Jews. Maybe they got it right. Because all they have to do is like... All they have to do is like, honey, tonight, no sheet. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh my God. The sex life just went through the roof.
2: That's where the sheet. (laughs) That's why I think the polygamists have it right. Because therefore, you're never going to get bored with the same woman if you're fucking eight of them.
3: Think about it. I don't know if I believe you. Because, uh... You know, being bored with one chick and having to have sex with her because you're in, like, a committed relationship with kids. Imagine how shitty that is. Now imagine eight chicks that you're bored of and having to have sex with all eight of them.
2: And, you know, I've read that, uh, and actually I've I've spoken to girls who have told me that... There's one dominant female, so all their periods kind of adapt to that one uh-huh. female they get so that sank. means you gotta deal with eight periods at one point. you gotta
3: just leave at that point,
2: yeah, no wonder go
3: hunting or whatever it is Mormons do head
2: to a hotel in Thailand and go, hang go yourself a, with a lady well, boy. You, <laughs> you
3: can go on a mission in <laughs> Thailand and like try and you know, convert some people or something so
2: um all in all people we're, we're not condemning autotic asphyxiation. You know, I don't put it in the same camp as wearing diapers and shitting yourself. I don't. No, I don't, not at all. You know, I don't. Those people in, are freaks. Yeah, you know the uh, what are they again? The infantile, the uh, infantilist. infantilist. Yeah. You know, I don't consider people who autotrophically asphyxiate infantilist. I'm just saying, be careful. Know yeah. what you're doing. Be safe. Be safe about it. Because- and
3: especially if you're an older person, you know. You got to know your limitations. You're getting older. You don't have as much stamina, as much ability to, you know, hold your breath, I guess, or other things. Well, it's quite possible, too. You need a helping hand sometimes.
2: And, you know, that that, uh, sudden impact, you know, the, the excitement, I mean, can cause a heart attack. Sure. You never know. So, sick and wrong is giving you a warning. If you're going to choke yourself while jerking off, take care. Well uh, people you know sick and wrong is brought to you by adamandeve.com. Make sure you go check out our sponsor and uh buy yourself an adult toy. You know, I don't even you know, I think they do sell some bondage devices over there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm sure I, they I do. I think actually. they do. You know, but, Wackerly brings me up. When's the last time you bought your girl a dildo? Uh
3: it's been a while. I think uh, it she's might be. I'm still ton. enjoying the one that I bought her, so
2: but but you know what though, I think a lot of guys, like you Wackerly, a lot of guys out there need to think When's the last time I surprised my lady with a a dildo or a butt plug or a clitoral stimulator?
3: Your girlfriend should be like a Mormon dude, you know? She should have a harem of sexual toys.
2: Exactly. I I know where you're going there with that. And plus, people, it's in your best interest. Guys, it's in your best interest. It's like, you get your girl more toys. She's going to get off. She's going to go to bed quicker. And you don't have to have sex with her for like an hour. (laughs) No, you know what you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. you can get back to playing video games, go back to the sick and wrong forum. you know you don't have to pleasure your girl for like two hours,
3: yeah, but i I gotta say the other thing though too. I don't sometimes guys and I don't really understand it. I can't claim to understand it, but it seems to be girls get more horny the more they masturbate, so it's not like a guy who beats off and then he feels guilty and goes and like feels shame somewhere and gets drunk. Like, girls masturbate, and they get, they get themselves off, and they get themselves off again, and then they're, like, three times as horny, and then they fuck the shit out of you. That's and, like, do true. dirty, dirty That's things. very true.
2: And, you know, a girl who's already had, like, her, you know, third consecutive orgasm is probably going to orgasm really quickly and really hard. Yeah. While she's on top of you. And, yeah, she's already got the mindset to do dirty things. So, people. Good times. Now's your chance to have a really good weekend. Go to adamandeve.com. Get 50% off any item when you type diddle. Sick and Wrong's code word for the offer code coupon checkout. Plus, with the order of $17 or more, we'll throw in a free gift that goes out to all you Jews out there. Free. Get 50% off with offer code diddle at adamandeve.com. Well, people, this is episode 178 here of Sick and Wrong. Quick recap of last week's show, 177. Uh, if you recall, Wankerly did a story about a Russian, homemade Russian electric chair. I did a story about beheading and crucifixion in uh, Saudi Arabia. And the listeners sent in a story about abortion by skinhead. Well, actually, uh, you probably got the most votes, I think, for any article ever here on Sick and Wrong. 205 votes. Why? I don't know. Came in for that Russian Electrics chair. Because maybe, it's a good
3: story, and I'm thankful. Maybe because grateful, the other two stories but...
2: were really lame compared to that one.
3: I liked the other two. I like both of those other stories. I don't
2: know. I came in second with 70 votes, and the uh, listener came in distant third with 38. Not that many people thought abortion by skinhead mm. was that sick and wrong, which I <laughs> actually find kind of disquieting.
3: Yeah, I guess it has a special place in my heart for some reason. But I you, actually thought that story was going to win.
2: Yeah, same with me. I was, I was surprised. But you know what this showed me? It showed me that uh, the show has definitely become more popular. I think the word is spreading. People are spreading the sickness because we've been getting a lot more votes. Oh, than good. we used to So uh, thank you People go vote For your favorite Sick story At uh, com.
3: The important thing Is way more people Listen than vote
2: Oh uh, yeah Which is how It's always been But uh, I, uh, I do appreciate The nature of the beast I appreciate The comments From the voters That's the best part That's yeah. the best part uh, So wankily uh, I think everybody Out there Knows the way The show works uh, We come the internet For the most disturbing News items of the week Present them here On the show Audience can vote and uh yeah, if Wackley and I win, we get a case of beer if the listener wins, then you get a Wrong care package. Uh people you can send in your article submissions to or wrong Podcast at uh, hotmail.com hotmail dot com. Uh this week we got some really good listener stories. So we're gonna do three listener submissions that came in. And uh yeah. Uh wackily, I think um you might as well kick off episode one seventy eight here with your story.
3: Is it my turn?
2: I think it's your turn.
3: This one comes from Tom from Roanoke, Virginia. And he says, some people have to learn the hard way. See ya. And he says that capital C dash capital Y capital A.
2: Is Tom, or what's his name, Tom? Tom. Is, is Tom a Weigro? Uh I don't know. There isn't a picture I, I, I of know. him. I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> picture, I don't think black guys would ever say see ya. So I'm oh. picturing someone like, Eminem or uh that guy that, have you heard the new the new Eminem, Asher Roth? Uh uh-uh. uh. Awful. It's bloody <laughs> awful. But well, you're an
3: Eminem fan, aren't you?
2: I like Eminem. I, I think Eminem's uh you know I don't like his new album. But I think Eminem,
3: you know, is entertaining. I I think it's his uh, his rhymes are solid or something. I'm so far from that. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking
2: about. See, Wackley, you would probably say, see ya. See ya, bitch. Yeah, exactly. I think Tom's a wee girl.
3: Maybe, or maybe he just thought he was being clever. I don't know. Um, Anyway, <laughs> Adelaide people where the balls are always touching. Adelaide, Adelaide Australia. Australia. Yeah. Is there an Adelaide anywhere else? It seems very Australian. It sounds like a Town city name. that should be in Washington though. Marmalade?
2: I don't know. It seems Adelaide, like say Adelaide, Washington, Adelaide, Washington. It sounds like it.
3: Uh, but there's a man there who pleaded not guilty to two counts of rape, two counts of attempted rape, and one count of aggravated criminal trespass. The man, who cannot be named for legal reasons, he is also accused of pouring beer over his victim before apologizing for his conduct and then driving her to work. <laughs> All right, this is just kind of He's a
2: conscientious rapist.
3: Yeah, and they're not giving out his name, which is weird. I mean, I don't think they
2: do that though abroad in Australia. Uh, yeah, but I think it's you know because they're, they're, what the community is so small, it'd be like you raped her. High five. Have another He <laughs> <bolsters.
3: laughs> Here's a complimentary koala bear. You fucked a kangaroo. High five. Have another <laughs> nice bolsters. one, mate. Nice one, mate. Um, they do name the prosecuting attorney. His name is Phil Crow. He told the Supreme Court jury, "Why is this at the Supreme Court?" I don't I know. Don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't Maybe know. Maybe I should have read this article more closely. But, but I mean, dude, this happened at, on December twenty first, two thousand seven. We're why we're is the article going just coming able, out
2: now? We're never going to be able to fathom the judicial system of Australia.
3: No, because there's like didgeridoo's involved, well, the, and an aborigine comes out, and like you know, if he sees his shadow, it goes one way. If he doesn't see his shadow, he goes back into his cave, and you know, the guy's not guilty.
2: But isn't there like ultimate form of punishment the big boot? It
3: <laughs> comes down on in your head. <laughs>
2: no, it kicks you in the ass. I think that's like instead <laughs> of like he actually I mean the whole country was a prison at one point. Yeah. So I, I don't they think just you,
3: figure everybody is a criminal. Yeah,
2: I don't think you get the chair, you just get booted in the ass with a really huge boot. <laughs>
3: I think that's the way it works. Is the boot on some type of a spring lever mechanism? Or I just is think a, it's on a guy wearing it.
2: It's a really, really large aborigine. <laughs> <laughs> he
3: just kinda walks up and just kicks in the ass. Is it a Sasquatch?
2: Yeah, I guess you could say so. <laughs> I, I don't know what they call Sasquatch in Australia.
3: Um, so I'm not even gonna try and parse bear. <laughs> at what portion of the Australian judiciary process this is in but the prosecuting attorney said that the man broke into the victim's northern suburb home, northern suburbs home, wearing vinyl gloves and a beanie, uh, just before 5:30 a.m. See, he was up to no good. 5:30 a.m. Yeah. You got to get up pretty early in the morning not to get raped by this guy. Exactly.
2: This guy, seriously. seriously, Was it the early bird gets the worm?
3: Yeah, well, I think the worm is the one that gets raped, so the early (laughs) worm doesn't get raped, but you need to be up at like 4 o'clock a.m. and out the door or this guy's going to bugger you. Uh, After tying this lady's arms and feet together with tape, he allegedly used a, and they put quotes around this, I don't know why, but quote, large sex toy to rape her. So he didn't even use his own cock. What kind of a fucking rapist doesn't use his own dick?
2: I know. He doesn't seem to be a very successful rapist. No, I thought um... that was the whole point of raping. Yeah, was to uh, That's what I, I, mean, I thought too.
3: I, how many rapists to spread your seed but to well, as many well, women as possible?
2: Well, I thought it was the whole you know the domination aspect of like yeah you know my my cock is so hard and I'm I'm penetrating you. But the fact that this guy carries a sex toy around with him and I don't understand what kind of rapist this is.
3: Is that a big black dildo in your pocket, or are you about to <laughs> rape me? Yes,
2: I am. <laughs> I, I just it's weird. Do you think? I mean, when they when they imply large. Dildo. I mean, was this something that was kept in a sheath on his back? Like he had to like unsheathed. Like he's, like he's the Highlander. <laughs> yeah, I just don't there get it. There can only
3: be one. Uh, I don't know. I can't I answer know. that question. Um, that's not
2: a dildo. This is a
3: dildo. <laughs> that's a better. That's a better movie quote for this story. Um, so once again, the prosecuting attorney uh, says something else here. He says. uh the man apologized to the victim and said he only raped her because he was trying to scare her so she would make sure she locked up the house properly. So it's a lesson in security. I guess that's what Tom meant when he said some people have to learn the hard way. Dude, so that's, she that's left the, her door unlocked and she got raped. She'll never do that again. That's
2: the weakest explanation I've ever heard.
3: Yeah, there's nothing from the defense attorney here, though. So I wonder, he's probably going to say that she wanted it. She was consenting to get... Rape with a large sex toy.
2: Was this guy, was it, Was she somehow, like, how was she associated with this, with the, how was the victim associated with the uh, rapist?
3: Well, they were both Australian.
2: I mean, but but was it <laughs> random or did he
3: target her? Um, well, he knew where she worked because she he drove her there. Oh, I don't game. know.
2: So he just stalked her for a
3: while. I don't this know. wasn't do you, like an ex-girlfriend or something. Do you know something, something about this story that I don't? No, I'm just saying. I'm being- No, no, there's no, there's no claim about, uh, oh, Sorry. I didn't read the su- sub headline. Says ex-lover. Okay, so that yes. makes more sense. So he knew how to get into her house.
2: Right. That's why he knew where she worked. He knew where
3: she worked and where she lived. Um, but he still used the
2: dildo. Yeah. Once again, I, I don't understand. Maybe he's the just dildo been like, I, I fucked
3: with that vagina enough times. I'm just teaching her a lesson. <sighs> the dildo's gonna go fine. So this is just tough love, basically. It's. I don't think it's tough. Tough love is when you. I guess maybe it's tough love. Like, bitch, I told you to lock that door. Now I'm going to rape you.
2: He probably, I mean that might even be the reason why they broke up. They should have used the dildo that we have from last week from Sergi. I mean, that would be punishment. But the spike dildo. The spike, the
3: thorny dildo.
2: Yeah, no, that would definitely be, a, that would definitely.
3: She would be really a, remember the lesson. She would learn
2: from that lesson. But yeah. you know, I, been, it's interesting to me that that would be his explanation. I mean, I just don't see how. But it's the prosecuting attorney who says that.
3: I don't know. Maybe in... Maybe. I think he knows that it sounds so ridiculous that that's why he's saying, like, and this is why this guy... This is the reason this guy gave. You know, I think it's just that... Think about the Australian jury. I just yeah.
2: picture a bunch of foster swilling chauvinists.
3: They've all got those like, hats. Yeah,
2: I taught the same lesson to my woman. She likes locks the door every time,
3: mate. They've all got those hats, and half of it's pinned up on the side, <laughs> and there's little pieces of cork <laughs> hanging around, and... Don't know, give him the boot. There's, like, uh fucking crawling (laughs) around their feet they can't pay attention to the trial
2: no but no no definitely not so that that probably that explanation makes sense to them. they're like yeah makes perfect sense so in the sick and wrong brown star scale i guess she probably is going to lock her doors from now on yeah so maybe it was all worth it i don't know i'm gonna give it four stars because it's a a very heinous way to teach a lesson. I'm very giving it, harsh.
3: I'm giving it four point one, and the point one is just a Adelaide bonus point, just because it happened in Adelaide. Yeah, right.
2: All right. Well, uh, article number two here was sent in courtesy of Wyatt kind of cracks me up that people are still named Wyatt.
3: Uh, I used to work for a guy who was named Wyatt, but he was uh, Chinese. And I think we talked about... How does that make any sense? Because didn't we talk about... Uh, maybe I dreamt it, but didn't we talk about how Chinese people come to... You know, they come here and then they adopt an American name, but you never know where the name came from. Like, Wyatt. Yeah, that sounds Where'd familiar. Get
2: that? No, I, I keep thinking of that horrible Kevin Costner movie. Wyatt Earp? Wyatt Earp, that yeah. That did suck. Yeah, that was horrible. I don't know. Maybe it was popular in China. Uh, Wyatt sent in this story. He says, hey, guys, I saw this day in a local paper website in uh, Austin, Texas. The headline alone is disturbing. Mother charged with feeding three-year-old feces. Poo. You know, I, th- I think this uh, headline is kind of misleading. It's It sounds horrible. I mean, you think of mother feeding her three-year-old feces. God, it's automatic five brown stars.
3: Yeah. It sounds you know. pretty bad. I mean, did it come, she put it in a Gerber jar or something? <laughs> and just kind of scoop it out like Here pudding? Here comes the choo-choo train. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Not Exactly. Austin police have charged a woman with injury to a child after they said she repeatedly fed her three-year-old daughter human waste. This caused her potentially life-threatening infections. A surveillance video at the uh, Dell Children's Medical Center captured Emily Beth McDonald, 23 years old, placing feces in her daughter's feeding tube.
3: Well, that's confusing. Yeah, it the is kid co- was it already in the hospital.
2: Well, they said that the child had been hospitalized so doctors could treat serious infections caused by organisms consistent with those found in feces.
3: So, this implies that the reason the kid was in the hospital was she was getting fed feces before it ever, ever even got put on tape.
2: So, they're treating her because she was contaminated through feces. And so, I think that prompted them to actually record the, the, the mother in action. <laughs> the feces police came out. <laughs> yeah. I suspect feces. <laughs> it's like murder my thesis feces. Is feces feces. <laughs> But you know what's a uh, you know what's interesting, it's not that all that uncommon. You know, you read some heinous act like this, you read a story about some kind of heinous crime, and then you look at the the uh, the picture of the perpetrator and you're like, twenty three year old mother. Hot. Dude, she's hot. Is she hot? Yeah, she's really hot. She looks like someone that could be in, like, barely legal. She's slutty hot. You know how, like, there's Is that. Is there
3: any other kind? No,
2: there's, like, that preppy hot. There's yuppie hot. But then there's that slutty hot. It's like, I wouldn't it's the date only the girl. the matters. Yeah, but you'd fuck the shit out of her in the back of the trailer park. When you're jerking off. Like, in the back off, of the double wide. When you're
3: jerking off, do you think about the preppy hot chick? No. You think about the slutty hot chick.
2: Exact. Okay, she's that type of girl. Right, She's that type That's of all girl. That's saying. I don't know. I, I mean, looking at it, you're like, I'll give you another baby to feed your shit to.
3: <laughs> See, that's the type of dirty talk that you would get cut off on. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm talking about.
2: Dude, seriously. And then she'd be like, all right, we're done here. We're done. <laughs> we're you're done. not giving me any baby. Over.
3: Yeah, like, okay. goodbye.
2: <laughs> so hospital staff decided, based on the information, to place a camera in the child's room. And it recorded McDonald's Taking fecal matter from a spoiled diaper and placing it on top of the cap of a tube that has a direct link to the child's bloodstream.
3: So, is that an IV tube or is that a tube that goes, like, down her throat?
2: Well, that's, that's the confusing aspect of the story. I don't know if this is a tube that just goes directly down her throat. I I thought it was an IV.
3: But an IV doesn't have a cap.
2: So, you're, you're thinking that she put, like, a little nugget on top of a cap... That's an inserted nugget yeah, down
3: the Dingleberry effect. down gullet,
2: possibly. I- I'm not sure. Um, McDonald, who confessed to wiping, there's no
3: diagram with this article. <laughs> no, you know,
2: that's the thing. That's it's why like, I only
3: read USA Today. It's not every very article has a picture.
2: <laughs> a graphic. Uh, McDonald, who confessed to wiping in the tube uh, with feces. She didn't Um,
3: wipe with the tube, though. Her own bottle, right? It was from a diaper. A spoiled diaper. I just want to be clear on that.
2: But it was after a a two-hour interview with police. And I wonder, do you think they played good cop, bad cop? You gotta play good cop, bad cop.
3: How else are you gonna do this? How else are you gonna play this game?
2: So what, do you think there's one bad cop grabbing the soiled diaper and shoving it in her face? Yeah, and, the and then the other like, cop
3: is there with a, a wet wipe. <laughs> Just wipe like, it oh, it off let me get that like, off of you. That guy's <laughs> an asshole. You didn't do that. He's a dick. And then so between you and me, who it. would be the good cop and who would be the bad cop? Well, I think uh, I would like to take the role of bad cop. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm, yeah. I'm too passive-aggressive to be the bad cop.
2: Yeah, but I think you'd probably hurt the person more, passive-aggressively.
3: Yeah, well, the whole game is both cops are hurting the person. That's why it's good cop, exactly. bad cop. <laughs>
2: Uh, McDonald advised that she knew her actions would cause her daughter to stay sick. Uh, She also explained that rubbing feces on her daughter's line could cause her to become septic, and that could kill her. Mm. So it sounds like a classic case of Munchausen. By proxy. By proxy, yeah.
3: I You never hear about just Munchausen. No, it's always... People are too big of pussies to be just Munchausen. (laughs) Yeah,
2: exactly. I don't
3: want to get sick. That would suck. (laughs) I'm going to do it to her.
2: Yeah, or my pet. I think a distinction must be made from... Actually inserting poo into an IV feeding tube versus dropping little nuggets of poo inside the girl's mouth. You know, like feeding her like you would a bunny rabbit or something. Right. So I, I would rank it I would rank it much higher if the mother was actually just kind of, you know, cutting up pieces of poo and feeding it to the girl with a fork. Or a spoon, like from like a girl's who's baby. Dog. <laughs> no, you know, like I'm a Depends on the consistency of the poo, but I'm saying it's like if you had, yeah, like, you know, from a Gerber's baby bottle or something like that, a baby jar. Yeah, right. Versus if she's putting poo directly into the IV line, it's going inside the girl, I think that just kind of detracts from the score.
3: Okay. What do you think? Well, I think the whole reason the girl's in the hospital to begin with is because her mom was feeding her pieces of poo. not way, yeah. It's not like there's a feeding tube before the kid got to the hospital, so I think you get the best of both worlds of poo force feeding. A
2: force, okay, all right. So the mother, regardless of the method, the mother force fed her child poo. Yeah. And that's disgusting. Both ways. That is disgusting. I I don't
3: think it's regardless of the method. I think using both methods, she force fed her kid poo.
2: All right, I'd give it five stars if it was the mother's own poo, but the fact that she used the kid's own poo—four <laughs> know whose
3: poo she was using? When she it was said on, soil diaper
2: on the tape. So you think she was giving her own poo,
3: or the dog's poo, <laughs> or somebody else's dog's poo? All right, I'm giving it five stars. I, five
2: brown stars.
3: I'm giving it five as well. All right, well we'll see what the
2: listening audience has to say about that one. So the third story here for episode 178 <clears throat> comes in courtesy of Chris. He writes. Maybe this is sick enough for you guys. Aha. Uh-huh. The show is awesome. You two are my new demigods. Chris.
3: Just demi? Is it? Yeah. You know, it's I, kind of insulting. You know, it's
2: like demigod. <laughs> Let's, move. Let's move on. It's kind of like being like, you know. <laughs> it's like a half god, right? Well, it's kind of being like you're a fry guy, not Ronald McDonald. Yeah. You know, you're not quite the hamburglar. <laughs> I don't know. It's a little disappointing. <laughs> the but.
3: fry guys are demoted. Why, why is that?
2: I know, I know. I, th- I think it's like there's a hierarchy in the McDonald's land. Well, obviously, towards the bottom,
3: Mayor McCheese is Zeus. <laughs> the mayor.
2: I think the fry guys are like Mexicans. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bron- Bronx teen confesses to roasting kitten. Uh, so l- keep in mind, this story comes from the New York Post. Mm-hmm. So be prepared. Is it
3: Sotomayor? <laughs> She's from the box
2: But uh, this comes from the New York Post So be prepared for sensationalized verbiage I don't know what you're talking
3: about I think they're dead on with most of their reporting Dude, they use the word roast
2: Like 30 times in this story
3: (laughs) Well, it's a word that means something
2: Yeah, in New York Post It means a lot of things A Bronx teenager roasted her ex roommates kitten To death in a stove A lot of Jews died that way Uh, then brushed off the incident as a joke when she was uh, busted cheyenne cherry 17 years old said i hate cats that's what she told investigators when asked about the heartless crime her name is cheyenne cherry
3: cheyenne cherry she has two stripper names you could switch it up reverse it and it would still be a stripper cherry cheyenne God, that's I, ridiculous. You know, that's quite an observation.
2: I did not notice that when I first <laughs> read the story. Yeah, exactly. She could uh, reverse her stripper name and, uh, yeah, it She uh, could
3: moonlight at a different club and the initial club owner wouldn't even know.
2: Is that a stripper palindrome? Stripper name palindrome? <laughs> yeah, let's say yes, it is.
3: <laughs> that's the, that, we're defining the term stripper palindrome. It's two stripper it's names. It's
2: two stripper names in a row that can be interchangeable. Yeah.
3: Most strippers don't even have a second name.
2: No, it's always just Cheyenne or Cherry. God, she's gonna be a really,
3: really she could you know, she's gonna be such
2: a good stripper, she's gonna be a porn star.
3: She might be such a good stripper that she could become like the governor of California one yeah, day, but, even though she lives in New York. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good an actor Arnold Schwarzenegger was.
2: But strippers usually just have one name. Porn stars have two. And That's porn true. stars are Maybe really she's just, porn stars. Porn stars are overachieving strippers. Uh, Cherry's confession came after she was arrested Wednesday by the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. The ASPCA, which I'm surprised that they're even allowed to arrest people. Like, do they pack heat? Are they cops, the ASPCA?
3: There's that show on uh, Animal Planet, like, Animal Cops. It's like cops, but it's ASPCA members. I don't think I've ever seen them arrest somebody, but I I do find that show very entertaining.
2: Or do they just go around and say, like, you just kicked your dog, and they tackle you like Dog the Bounty Hunter? Oh,
3: no, no. It's horrid. It's horrid. I mean, they go to... It's like
2: severe abuse.
3: <laughs> oh, they'll go to, you know, like... Uh, it's always in Detroit, which that just tips you <laughs> up right there. They always go to houses that have, you know, dog fighting rings and, like, all these emaciated dogs are out in the middle of January Do Michigan. they
2: bust the ring? Like, they go in there with bulletproof vests on and...
3: Uh, I think so, but they usually have the cops to do the dirty work and the ASPCA person is just there to document the animal, animal abuse. Uh, okay, so, I've never so... heard of them arresting...
2: The ASPCA probably didn't arrest Cheyenne Cherry They They probably probably brought
3: the cops with him The Bronx police
2: She and an unidentified juvenile Broke into Valerie Hernandez's apartment And trashed the place Then in a shocking act of animal abuse They tossed the woman's kitten Poor little Tiger Lily Into the stove and cranked up the temperature
3: Tiger Lily could also be a porn star If they had cat porn
2: Cat porn, yeah yeah. Or a Woody Allen movie.
3: Sure. Uh,
2: sh- Cherry thought that uh, they would play a joke on Valerie and mess up her apartment. Clever prankster. That's so funny. Actually, she takes pranking to the, an entire other level. Right. It's like, seriously. It's a, this isn't even prank anymore.
3: Yeah, it's not a prank.
2: It's at that a point. You're just a fucking asshole. The duo bolted from the apartment with DVDs and packages of noodles. They ramen? On, they don't specify ramen.
3: <laughs> what kind of other kind of noodle comes in a package?
2: Uh, ASPCA assistant, assistant Director Joe Pentangelo said they didn't want to hear the cat crying and scratching at the oven door. What an animal sympathizer. Seriously. So
3: that's why they turned the oven on? Is that the point?
2: No, that's why they left the apartment. Oh. So, they wouldn't have to hear the animal stuff. Oh, sure. Right. Which is probably true. Uh, firefighters found the female cat's remains smoldering in the oven after neighbors complained of smoke coming from uh, the apartment. Uh, besides roasting the kitten, Cherry and her friend allegedly slashed Hernandez's furniture, unscrewed light bulbs, and threw bleach on her walls. Once again, she's missing the concept of prank.
3: Well, the the unscrewing of the light bulbs, that's a pretty good prank. All right, the the unscrewed
2: light bulbs, (laughs) that definitely works. But the bleach on the walls, the roasting of the kitten.
3: Yeah, I don't get the bleach on the wall thing.
2: It's definitely an asshole move, but I just don't get it. What do you think Hernandez did to deserve this? Like, write a nasty comment on her MySpace page? Probably something like that. You know, um,
3: bitch went to TJ Maxx and got the same skirt that I got.
2: Exactly. I mean, I I just, I I picture something trivial to uh, have have this type of repercussion. We can assume
3: that uh, she didn't burn this other girl's Cheyenne Cherry's pet to death.
2: No, I, 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 it's I doubt in that not in-kind retribution. I right. just think it's very, yeah, exactly. It's very disproportionate. Uh, the kitten was burned so badly, and necropsy had to be performed to determine its sex, which I don't really understand why they need determinate sex, but maybe they do for their reports.
3: I think the ASPCA is justifying their existence. We got the animal morgue guy here. He's got to do something.
2: ASPCA CSI. Yeah. You know, it's like we got our crime lab, okay?
3: ASPCA Quincy.
2: (laughs) Uh, Cherry was charged with aggravated cruelty to animals, burglary, arson, reckless endangerment, and criminal mischief. She was released to the custody of her mother, who isn't very proud of her daughter.
3: How old is this Cherry Cheyenne?
2: 17 years old. Oh, wow. I imagine she got an ass whooping at the hands of her mother.
3: Well, her mom named her Cheyenne Cherry, so what kind of expectations do you have at that point?
2: Yeah, who's her mother? You know, um... Savannah.
3: An old stripper or porn star. (laughs) I imagine. I'm going to give you a pretty name.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So on the sick and wrong star scale, I'm not even going to judge a story based on like the other acts of vandalism that occurred in the apartment. Yeah, you know, bleach was poured on the walls. uh, Light bulbs were
3: unscrewed. That's true.
2: But the truly heinous act was the cat in the oven. No animal Uh belongs in an oven. No. They could have put the animal. Well, maybe
3: some that I can think of, but.
2: (laughs) Whoop. you know, okay. What would have been that worse? Taco Bell, dog. microwave or oven? Microwave. I'm thinking oven because oven takes longer.
3: Yeah, but microwave has shades of Chernobyl. <laughs>
2: Microwaves, micro or oven? maybe, is, maybe oven thinking, has shades of Auschwitz.
3: That's true. I, I don't. know. I can't. I'm saying Judge. I'm saying oven. Well, this is your culture. So on the second wrong star scale,
2: I'm giving this 4.75. It wasn't a human child.
3: <laughs> yeah. 4.75, that's about it. Well, see, It's not like there was a bunch of cats crammed in there and they were shaved and had tattooed serial numbers on them. And, you know, I'm
2: sure some of our audience would be like, you give that a 4.75, it's not like she stuck her dick inside the cat and then <laughs> fucked the shit out of it and there was cum shooting out of its ears and then shoved it in the oven. Right. And that didn't happen.
3: It's not their fantasy world. No. <laughs> you know, we
2: all don't live in some kind of crazy Japanese hentai porn as much as we wish we did a lot of our fans do. so uh, we'll see what the listening audience has to say about that go vote sickandwrongpodcast.com you can decide who won episode 178
0: ring 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 banana phone ring 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 banana phone it's a 206 banana phone 666 3846
3: Banana phone Call the sick and wrong hotline Ring 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 ring
4: ring ring Banana
3: phone Are you drunk? Are you horny? Call the sick and wrong hotline
5: ring 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 ring
0: ring Banana phone Ring 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 Banana phone
2: well, uh, we are nearing the end of the show here. As usual, we get the phone calls to the uh, Sick and Wrong Hotline. People can call the hotline at 206-666-3846. Or you can send us an email at Podcast at hotmail.com. We always like to hear from you. Before we get to that, quick word from our sponsor. As you know, Sick and Wrong is brought to you by Adam and Eve.com. Adam and Eve, the premier retailer for over 18,000 adult entertainment products. Did you even know... Adam and Eve had eighteen thousand. Did you even know eighteen thousand adult entertainment products even existed?
3: No, and I can't believe there's that many products, and there's not a safe alternative to autoerotic asphyxiation. That's exactly. what's amazing.
2: You think they'd have like autoerotic asphyxiation for kids? You yeah, know, something that uh, you know made my
3: a, first vibrator. My first vibrator with ball gag.
2: You know, actually, Wanker, I think you're on to something. Do you do you work for AdamandEve.com? Yes, I do. I guess we do. I yeah. advertise
3: for their, the, <laughs> their
2: product. They have toys as low as six ninety five. You probably don't want those toys because they probably <laughs> suck. And I like this. Over 350 movies starting at just four ninety five. Once again, you buy that four ninety five DVD porn at your own risk.
3: You're only going to be able to jerk out to it like three times before
2: you're bored with it. Yeah, but you know, if you ever noticed like that, when the porns cost four ninety five, it usually is like a six hour porno of just trailer trash rutting.
3: Uh, that's kind of like my favorite kind of porn, so I don't know who you're talking about, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna agree with whatever you said,
2: regardless, people. 18,000 products. Yeah,
3: and and I don't think I would drive people away from the 695 deal though because that's what we call in the business a loss leader. A loss leader? You come in for the cheap deal though, and then you're going to see all the other great products that maybe cost a little more, and then you just go hog wild on the shit. And you know, by the time you get out of there, your credit card bill is enormous, but your Genitally pleasured for like at least a couple months.
2: Exactly. You're satiated. And this is coming from a bona fide pornmonger.
3: And so in this economy, I mean, what's more important than like, you know, shop for the satiated. bargain. Shop for the bargain.
2: <laughs> so uh, people right now go to adamed.com, get fifty percent off just about any item. When you type the word diddle for the offer code coupon checkout, that's diddle D I D D L E. Plus you order $17 or more, they'll throw in a free gift. Get fifty percent off Adamandeve.com. So, uh, Wankerly, as I mentioned before, we do have some uh, phone calls to get to here to the second Wrong Hotline. Why don't we play call number one? All right, there,
0: fellas. Jordi Alley from the sunny UK. I've only come across the show recently, and I'm really enjoying it, man. So, lots of catching
2: up to do anyway. Uh- God, that accent's thick.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what, what did he just say about- there? Geordie from sunny UK. Something about his
2: angina. (laughs) I think he said southern UK. And then something about his angina. So he's
3: going to have a heart attack? I'm not not sure. I think
2: he said he's enjoying it. Oh, he's enjoying his angina? He doesn't have angina. He's enjoying the show. Enjoying the show. Okay, all right. Geordie from the UK. Southern UK enjoying the show. I don't even know if it's Geordie.
3: It might be something else.
2: All right. Maybe he is a Geordie. Geordie accent. Isn't that what it's called? I
3: don't know that either. sounds like it.
0: Uh, a couple of things I wanted to bring to your attention. Firstly, uh, a quick poo story. My wife's
2: uncle and his... Is this Gordon Brown? <laughs>
3: <laughs> do you think? Well, Gordon Brown's poo story? It kind of sounds like Gordon, Gordon Brown. Gordon Brown should do a poo story every week for the benefit of the wonderful country. Well, I think it's
2: a last-ditch effort to save his career here. He's calling yeah. sick and wrong. So, go- This is go
3: Brown with- on
2: poo. Go ahead, Gordon Brown on Brown. And his man has gone
0: fishing. Uh, when an emergency poo situation developed,
3: and although proper leaning precautions were taken, this uh, proper leaning precautions. I think I talked about that—that that you need to grab something and lean back. You can't just squat over your pants.
2: Yeah, but what do you do with the pole? He's fishing.
3: You have a fishing pole.
2: Okay, so you're holding <laughs> the fishing pole, and you're leaning back with your other arm, your free um, arm,
3: something like that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this block
0: ended up uh, basically happening in his waders. I mean, I mean, the top of a pair of chest waders is pretty fucking big and baggy, so so it's hardly surprising that he dropped his guts right in the is it really? But uh, being a proper fucking hardcore fisherman, he just pulled those waders up, fished the day, traveled home, basically uh, enveloped in his own stinking shit.
3: That's a proper English fisherman. <laughs> So so this guy, <laughs> he fishing. he's
2: fishing, he shits his waders, he soils his waders, and he just kept fishing.
3: Yeah. He didn't the even thing about out. fishing is it's not like some hot chick is going to walk up and then you're going to be embarrassed and you smell like shit.
2: And if you think about it, you're in water if you have waders, so isn't the shit just going to kind of dissipate?
3: No, it's. in, Do you understand the waiter concept? You've been in waiters. I know you. Have. No, I've, I've I know. I've worn there. waiters before. I've worn the waiters. The point before. is, the water doesn't come in, so the shit is like floating around his feet at this point. So all he's day just. Long.
2: So he's essentially waiting in his own feces.
3: He's well. Okay. The semantics are a little bit because waiter. The whole purpose of waiters is to actually keep you from actually wading in the water. Oh. So okay, they keep so. in the water out. So that but he's shit so what on the Why are they ins- called
2: dryers?
3: He's shit on the ins because that word's already taken for another device. But he's shit on the inside of the waders. So yes, now the waders that he's wearing to not wade in water now are forcing him to wade in his own shit.
2: So he's waiting in his own excrement, but just like a true English fisherman, he's like, I don't give a fuck.
3: I wonder I mean there's a big Keep t- on fishing, mate. There's a big question question here whether it was a solid turd. And there's just, like, you know, a little nugget down there, or a couple nuggets, or whether it was diarrhea. And he really is truly, it's like sloshing around his feet.
2: I'm willing to assume that they, they drink a lot of Stella. I mean, wife beater over there, and they eat a lot of fried food. I'm thinking diarrhea. it's diarrhea. Yeah,
3: okay. Yeah. Let's get back to the cup And I believe the way
0: is smelled for a while after they were cleaned, which brings me uh, neatly onto uh, pussy orders, D. Wackily is right, with the exception that "pussy" isn't really the right term, fellas. "Pussy aroma" is more. Did okay. you understand any of that? So
2: wait, okay, he's moving into another topic here. It's a segue. What's the topic? It's it's no. It, he's now moving from shitting your waiters into "pussy aromas."
3: Oh, okay. Pussy, Two
2: things I pussy find diametrically aroma. opposite, but I can understand. He had a good segue there. And he doesn't call it pussy odor, it's pussy aroma.
0: Right. Is more what we're talking about. I mean, no one wants to smell a fucking crack horse ectoplasm dripping fuck flaps, do they? But but if you think about things that are nice to eat, I mean, I like a red Thai curry. Looks good. Smells delicious. Tastes delicious. And and you didn't think about this, did you? What about fucking blind fellas? I mean...
3: You know, like fart smells, so deaf people can enjoy them too. Really? All right, he's lost me here. What's he talking about now? Uh, well, he's talking about if you were blind, that maybe that's why the pussy's odor odor is there. But then he said that fart smell because so people can enjoy them. So he's saying technically, fart smell so you can enjoy your own farts, but I don't enjoy anybody else's farts. I don't enjoy hearing other people's farts. That's kind of funny. I take issue with that. The sound of a fart is funny. It's Especially funny, if it's in church or at work.
2: It's awesome when it's the guy in front of you on the bus. Yeah, that, that, That's <laughs> then, rad.
3: Then you have to smell it, and then it's not so good. And
2: then it's not funny at all. Yeah, <laughs> it really isn't. So what, what is uh, whats our Geordie friend saying over here? That he likes the smell of his own farts? I think so. It's an English Maybe thing.
0: Pussy aroma is like, like, a, like a guidance mechanism. Uh, so, so the blind fellows don't miss out on a bit of Maybe you're making action,
2: I mean. All right, that makes perfect sense. He's saying that the pussy aroma is a guidance mechanism for blind people. Uh-huh. So if you're a blind guy, you have a heightened sense of smell. You walk into a room, girl's got her, her legs spread open, you know exactly where to get cunnilingus.
3: <laughs> you're not going to be, like, watering the plants or polishing your silver. You know that the opportunity is there because you can smell it.
2: Exactly. And and, it, and I'm assuming that this English bird, you know, Doesn't smell like the wharf. I don't think he's going to think I'm going to start fishing. They could end up
0: tonguing a fucking belly button by mistake. Which, to be honest, it would be fucking tragic, wouldn't
3: it? I'm assuming she would say something. (laughs) Like, no, wrong spot.
2: Yeah, that'd probably fit in snugly in there.
3: Well, they're talking about the tongue. You have an especially small tongue. (laughs) I just think he would notice the lint. Like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) think how that would smell. Do you have a tampon in?
0: could be like, it's like a kind of, like a kind of sat-nav, you
2: know, like snatch, aroma trace. Uh, snatch is a local term for pussy over here, in case you didn't know, fellas. Anyway, discourse. Toodle. Actually, I'm well aware of the term snatch. We use that over here. Yeah, I like that guy.
3: Yeah, I know. His like accent that guy too. grows on me once you start being able to tell what he's saying.
2: You know, I think if, if uh, I ever... You know, visited England, I think I'd have a difficult time at first understanding certain accents. Right. But then you like,
3: just have like 83 Boddingtons and it's fine.
2: I think it'd be 83 Boddingtons and the next thing you know, I'm Cockney slanging it like the best <laughs> of them. You know? <laughs> Punching
3: some fucking, beating up some soccer team.
2: Oh hell yeah! I'd be like Manchester United mates! Yeah. and
3: just start beating people up. Kick a packy, kick a packy, exactly.
2: <laughs> well, uh, thank you, our uh, Gordon Brown there for calling in. It's always nice to hear from the Prime Minister of England.
3: I wonder if they have a hard as hard a time under- understanding us. Probably.
2: I think uh, our voices are like stabbing a screwdriver in their ears.
3: I think they can probably understand us, yeah, but we, we just sound this, like flat robot voice. Yeah, I, I think it's offensive. Thank you for listening to the podcast. <laughs> Exterminate! Exterminate!
2: Uh, call number two. Hello, Dee and Lance.
5: This is Jenny. Probably one of the, if not the only, black chick that actually listens to Sick
2: and
3: Wrong podcast.
2: Not true. You know, she probably has a point, but I know one other black chick that listens to Sick and Wrong <laughs> Your girlfriend, Wackerly.
3: <laughs> yeah, I try and encourage her not to,
2: but... Yeah, but it's the source of many contentious debates.
3: Here's the thing. When you date a black girl, she doesn't listen to what you fucking ask. Her <laughs> and it just it, comes with the territory.
2: And I think it's also, it's just a subject matter for her to get angry. angry yeah, she doesn't enjoy
3: it. It's it, fuel. She's just waiting for me to say some shit that then she can get mad at me about.
2: And she'd be like, oh, no, he didn't. Yeah. Oh, no, he didn't. Next my my you girlfriend
3: know? doesn't talk like that, by the way. She's from fucking Irvine. He did not Ur- just from, say that. She's from fucking Irvine, California. Okay. But
2: do you think she sits around with all her friends listening to it, and then one of them like, oh, he did not just say that.
3: It's quite possible. He fucked
2: who and the where?
3: <laughs> it's quite <You> know? possible. <laughs> and even this right now, I'm going to catch a bunch of shit about. It. Yep. What's going on, guys? Uh, no. We'll not
5: be sending any pictures of my boobs. Or my bod Or my ass Or anything else
2: Now that's a shame Bo
3: GTFO Yeah Is that a black thing That I'll send your tits Into the podcasters I mean Every other es- ethnicity Seems to be fine with it Yeah I don't know Maybe it's like Something y'all need to work on <laughs>
2: Obama's president now Send your boobs in Please Yeah exactly I mean think about equality Titty equality For that matter
5: Because I have a reputation to uphold and sustain thank you ever so at any rate nope not drunk just wanted to call you guys and tell you that i love your show been listening since about january of this year went back and listened to most of the episodes and came upon an episode where you had received a call from someone about um dealing with um, you know, guys with a small penis or something along those lines or having sex with a guy uh, with a small penis or who was like really lame in bed
3: is, Which is, listener was that? She, yeah, I was wondering about that
2: <laughs> I could think of a few listeners who would have uh, called that in Is she talking a about a, a phone call or a personal experience here?
3: Well moving on I think we need to keep listening
5: I had a really fascinating story about a man that I had been uh, intimate with, um, had been talking to this guy, met the guy online, actually, met him online on a chat site or, well, or, first or, or a dating site, I guess you could say. He And dated saw online. his picture, he saw mine, we were attracted Couple to each times. other. And he lived in a Warcraft doesn't count. So we just talked for like, you know, months and just had
3: wonderful conversations every evening at
2: night. We would just talk. I thought, finally, we... Was this Kip? <laughs> <laughs> that was a, a, a... So, Wackley's referring to Kip from Napoleon Dynamite, but it sounds like Kip. They...
3: they- didn't meet, but talked, you know, for months and months online. Had a wonderful relationship.
2: Okay, wait. So they, did they, do you think they talked on the phone? Do they speak on the phone? Or did, was it all IM? No, was you got
3: to move it to the phone.
2: So how does it start? You
3: can't you can have phone sex. You can't have IM sex. Yeah,
2: with your uh, webcam and your IM and your IM well, things.
3: Well, uh, I mean, you know, you're saying there's, like, sound and Skype and everything. Okay, maybe Skype. I'm you can't have email sex. But okay, like, Kip- like, I'm taking off your panties. Send
2: <laughs> Kip, Kip and LaFonda though. They uh they they corresponded mainly through IM though, right? Emails. Emails. And then probably, eventually met yeah. each other.
3: I don't know. I mean, it's the backstory of the story. There's some stuff you have to assume, and I, I always assumed that Kip and LaFonda were talking on the
2: phone. All right, and I'm assuming this is a six foot, really hot black chick, and she went to go meet a five foot four. Mustachioed white pasty white man.
3: Let's see how it turns out.
5: Finally we had the opportunity to meet each other and when we met each other he was just really hot. Oh my god, muscular, fine. By the way, he's of course a black guy, caramel colored, hazel eyes, just so sexy, ball headed, big rippling
2: muscles. I was so excited. So I had to find out possible. (laughs) Got this guy
5: back to my apartment. I mean, we had been talking for a long time, so I trusted him, you know. got him back to my apartment. We were, you know, shuffling around on the couch and wrestling and just having a good go at it until I reached for his cock and was feeling around in his crotch area and realized that I'm still reaching and I'm not feeling anything. What the fuck is going on? I mean, he has a really thick thigh, so I'm like okay you know the thick thighs you know he's muscular you know but still i should feel the cock by now i'm still not feeling it he has to literally lean back so that that little turtle or whatever thingy head of his cock this could peek is out cold. from in between his powerful thighs so i can grab it like a like i was grabbing a pickle in a pickle jar <laughs> <laughs>
3: a gherkin
5: <laughs> to reach for the tip of his cock it was absolutely pathetic and i'm like you mean to tell me this powerful looking strong very sexy muscular black man has his little baby dick it is so sad so sad but you know what because i was so attracted to him and because i liked him i fucked him anyway it was the most boring lay i have ever been
0: no uh, time. i have never been so
5: bored in my life
3: fucking black fucking guys me. don't like so kind of no, this completely didn't. uninteresting he was slamming me with his body but
5: his <laughs> dick was so small it didn't even matter <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, checking my watch over his shoulder is completely uninteresting. I'm unfazed. Um, we ended up
0: fucking one more time after that. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I thought was going to happen. Like his dick was going to grow a couple of inches.
5: Or so for me, for him, it got out would have been number because then he would at least have been eight inches long, which is what I'm accustomed to. But no, no such thing. The next time, at least it gave me good head. Oh, that's that's a rarity.
3: He has some real sensual lips. I will give him that. He was so he's good. He's married
5: on. now. Poor wife. At <laughs> least he's <doesn't laughs> good. I don't know. But anyway, I just thought I'd tell you that story. I'm not sure why. I'm on my way home from work. I just thought I'd call. And my first time calling the hotline. Maybe I'll be calling again soon. Again. This is Jenny. Jenny, Singing you gotta around. call in again. Black chick listener. Yeah, we listen to the show. And i introduced it to a few of my friends too. They thought you guys were really funny. Alright guys, take care D, Lance Love you. bye bye uh,
0: well, I, I
2: have pre- so
3: much to say, can I like go through some I, I appreciate
2: here? that Jenny, but you know I'm gonna give the floor to Wackerly well, What do you have to say here? Uh,
3: we gotta go to Chicago and have a black girl, crazy ass uh, You know, party weekend Not that we have to have sex with them But that would be fun No,
2: I would have a really good time
3: <laughs> yeah. hanging out. And like Jenny that. and all our friends, me and you uh, You know, down at a What's the fucking park called? Hyde
2: Park Hyde Park Hyde Park, Hyde park. In the Hyde Park on the South Side, I think we oh, have. I a blast. No, I, I I used to live there
3: for years. And the second thing is going to be an aborted comment because I was going to talk about the whole like, what there's a big black guy with a small cock and blah blah blah. But fuck that. But here's the thing, roids.
2: You think it's a roids thing? You I think, think it's, it's a roids thing. And that's why? And
3: girls, look at these dudes like, oh, he's so buff, and he's got these super big pecs and huge biceps, and he's all totally cut. He's got to be hung like with Mr. With like a 12-pack, you know, like all these abs rippling. It's because he's on roids, and it shrunk his dick. That's what happens. Well,
2: you know, I mean, it could have very well have been that, been that. but I, I've also heard that uh, there's a lot of big guys that are, you know... Poorly hung.
3: Well, there's a lot of guys that are poorly hung. Yeah, there's a lot so of guys that are poorly hung. There's, there's little guys with
2: huge cocks. I mean, I, I think it's kind of unpredictable. But you do think I, it's
3: the roids, though? I think in I'm that trying case... To, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to push girls... You're coming to his defense I'm here. trying to push girls to try and fuck dudes with bad bodies. And maybe I have <laughs> self-serving uh, purpose, but...
2: But you know what, though? I, I don't think a girl can ever predict it, but what's funny... Is you can't really do anything about it. Once you're in that level of intimacy yeah. where you're getting naked, you're making out. Right. I could have a micro penis, and you're still going to stick it in your mouth. Because what are you going to do? Start laughing and then well, it's done?
3: Depends on the
2: person. Dude, most girls are never that brutal. I mean, I, I think like yeah, a girl Most, like Kendra. Like I think a girl like Kendra would be that brutal to, to start of, laughing. Yeah,
3: one out of ten will tell you what's what's going on. Okay,
2: but so then that means you know you, you a 90% have what, a ninety percent chance, chance of a girl just being like, "Oh my god, that's the smallest baby dick I have ever seen." I guess I'm gonna go pick my teeth with it and uh, <laughs> you know, and then stick it inside of me you're not you gonna know, get laid again you're she's not gonna, gonna get laid you again dad, but it's like you've that and, time and dudes with in. baby dicks thrive on those type of opportunities because right. you're like you know I, I was talking to a friend and so of mine so maybe that's
3: why the guy's so buff
2: yeah, exactly yeah. it's like you're, you're overcompensating
3: so what's your friend, say? Your no, friend was, that has a micropenis
2: no no i was talking to a, a friend and she was like oh, oh my god, god you know i hooked up with this guy the other day with the smallest penis and i was like wow that must have been awkward she's like and you know, she goes. You know, it was awkward. Not the fact that he had such a small member, but the fact that he was like, you know, right even before I even went there, he was like, "I just want to let you know, I got some baby dick." And he was kind of like arrogant about it. Uh huh. And he—that's—that's that's exactly how he said it. I think I that's better. Got a baby dick.
3: She didn't like that.
2: She was just like, "What do you mean, baby dick?" She was kind of confused. Check this out. He dropped. His and pants dropped on the floor. He dropped trow, and she was just like, "Oh my god, it's like an acorn, like you yeah. know." Super glued to some pubic hair. <laughs> it was just she was like it was tiny. Well,
3: yeah. I, well I mean what would would she rather that he just didn't even acknowledge it? And was like, Oh, feel my half centimeter of man meat, bitch. <laughs> I'm hurting you right now. But what I said to
2: her, I was like, Okay, you know, he might have had a small penis and there he didn't have a you know, a snowball's chance of hell in pleasuring you, but did you still put it in your mouth? And she's like, Yes, she did. <laughs>
3: like a chicklet.
2: So that's all I got to say. <laughs> Jolly like Rancher. A <laughs> well, thank you, Jen, for calling in. And yeah, you know, I find it kind of uh, comforting that uh, we appeal to a black audience. You know, I, I think it's like right now we appeal to you and your friends. Next month, Oprah.
3: Shit, yeah. Hell that's yeah. That's the big time. That's the big time. And especially when you save the best for last, that's the kind of shit that gets you on Oprah. Exactly.
2: Call number three from our one and only number one fan Tucker Paul
4: under three minutes man fuck you (laughs) (laughs) Chuck Paul yeah all last month had my son out there and uh yeah we saw a lot of sick and wrong shit hey Mac uh he keeps saying thinking that Adam and Eve is a place for your in bedroom needs such as bed sheets pillows baby pajamas
3: nice
4: kind of funny but um you guys were talking about what would happen if you guys died in a, in a, in a horrific car accident oh, yeah. for some reason you guys keep putting yourself down that you think that no one would know and, and and i believe that the power of the sick and wrong community it would be front page news it would just say Dean lance wackerly Killed in horrific car
2: accident. Community mourns. Uh, Was he saying front page news in the Onion? (laughs) (laughs) Community mourns podcasters.
3: People would forward around to their friends. (laughs) Podcasters dead. Hilarious.
2: Monument erected for uh, (laughs) mourned podcasters. Right. Yeah, I don't think run over by their
3: own trucker call-in guy. (laughs) Ironic.
4: I believe normal people would be at home and they'd be watching like Regis and Kelly or The View and all of a sudden they would just turn to static on their TV and you'd hear da da-da-da, This is a special report, special report. The guy would come on. It's a sad day, a very sad day for America. Today America lost two... ...of its most beloved sons, (laughs) D. Simon and Lance Wackerly, that have died in a horrific car accident. Both died from being impaled in the groin area and loss of blood.
2: (laughs) Adios, amigos! You know, I think the fumes from the Walmart bag are making him <laughs> a little insane. You know what, Trucker dirty. Paul, you need to tie the Walmart bag. Just tie it and throw it out the truck.
3: Not around your neck. Yeah, not around your neck,
2: please. <laughs> <Not
3: around itself. laughs> trucker Paul is doing these voices, which makes me wonder, like, if his real voice is even his real voice. Or if that's his trucker voice. You think it's his voice. trucker
2: voice? He told Wait. us
3: about some of his previous jobs. Was he ever a thespian?
2: I don't know. You th- you'd think he'd almost be a great voice actor. Look,
3: all I'm saying is he's got skills. I could
2: see him uh, being in a Pixar movie. Yeah. Oh. Well, thank you, Trucker Paul. It's good to hear from you. And, uh, you know, give uh, Big Mac a slap on the back.
3: Well, Not people- too hard, though. We don't want to get run up on child abuse charges. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: We don't want uh, abuse here or, or uh, enduring trauma. Uh, people call the Sigmarong hotline 206 666 3846. We always love to hear from everybody. Um, a couple of emails here to sickandwrongpodcasts at hotmail.com. We got one here from Rudy. He writes in, Hey guys, a couple days ago I made a homemade fleshlight by stuffing socks into a large water bottle and folding the ends over the entrance. At first it worked pretty well, but I gave up with it after about a minute and just went to the traditional method of rubbing one out. So, you see, my girlfriend got mad at me. She's out of town. That's why I'm doing this kind of shit and said I was disgusting. But how can you say that if she uses a dildo all the time? I think Rudy's upset about the double standard. Mm-hmm. So, here's my question. Is doing I this, see his logic. Is doing this any sicker or wronger than a girl using a dildo? And is this better or worse or about the same as ordering and using a flashlight? Thanks, Rudy. <sighs> He also wrote in, Guys, I love your show. Me and TN are data entry operators, and you get us through our day. Keep it sick, keep it wrong. And if you want to hear the whole story about this incident, you can give me and my friend's podcast a listen at www.thetien and com. Right. TN um,
3: and Rudy. First.
2: You know, I, I, I think people you should definitely go check out the TN and Rodolfo show. My com. I always like to give people, you know, a shout out here, but TN and Rodolfo. Change the fucking name of your show. What the <laughs> fuck is that, dude? <laughs> the
3: web- website is way too long.
2: I know, but I mean the TN of it, It's like okay, we are we're the foreign people podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you want to listen to two foreigners talk about
3: something. I kind of do, there. but I don't want to type all that shit into my my browser. Like, my fingers just, get so tired. Yeah, the I TNR think it's a tired T-N-R. typing TNR. T-N-R.
2: TNR show. That's what I'm yeah. saying. T and R. Instead right. of T and A, T and R. It's I would good.
3: love to hear two foreigners talk about their homemade <laughs> v- vaginas with socks and water bottles. Yeah, hell yeah.
2: So addressing your question, Rudy, i um you know what? I don't think it's any sick or wronger, or sicker or wronger, or it's any uh, worse to use a fleshlight than to use a dildo. What I do find sick is the fact that you made your own rather than ordering one from (laughs) adamandeve.com, you cheap, cheap foreign bastard.
3: I think a fleshlight (laughs) is washable. You know, you can put a it in hot fleshlight. water. Yeah, yeah real flashlight. I think your sock device <laughs> with some Vaseline in it. I mean, you're just coming in it and not, ne- you know, um, repeatedly Dude. over the course of many years. It's think about pretty this disgusting. putrid
2: ball milk. It's like this crusty, uh-huh. encrusted. I mean, what do you like fucking 80 year old women?
3: TN right now is listening to this and being like, Rodolfo, seriously? <laughs> Did you call that in? You're a pig. Like, really, Rodolfo? <laughs> You.
2: No more sex for you. Right. Like, seriously, I don't, I'm not sure. So, yeah, you know what? My advice to you, Rodolfo, is to tell your girlfriend that, hey, you know, I went to admin.com and, and I bought a real flashlight, and that's the same as using a dildo.
3: Yeah, and you're going to have the free gift. And I'm, I'm going to go in this gift. other room with my flashlight. In fact,
2: I actually buy her a dildo so she'll shut the fuck up.
3: And a ball that gag. That might
2: work. And a ball gag. And our best advice is to you, T and R show. I think that works a little bit better. Uh, People, if you haven't already, check out the Sick and Wrong Forum. Uh, We have a brand new theme going on. There's like over 2,000 people. Um, Lots of interesting comments. Uh, Just want to make an announcement. The Sick and Wrong logo competition has now ended. I think we have enough logos. People have submitted some really cool stuff. I've been very impressed. But I think we have enough logos where we're at the point now where we just need to choose one to go with.
3: Well, and a lot of that shit, even if it doesn't get chosen, will become stickers like that we make or maybe just put on cafe press stickers t-shirts or or, yeah you know some of those things were so sought after that even the people who designed them can probably sell them on cafe press i know
2: someone actually had a uh, caricature of diddle and that was one of my favorites i think i'm going to make that into a sticker it's pretty awesome so thank you everybody for participating in that competition also, one more thing. Uh, one of my uh, uh, new favorite listeners here, Duramater. Durma, I'm not quite sure exactly yeah, how to say her name. I think it's name. Duramater. Duramater. Duramater had a thread called What's Next? And, you know, I was about to respond to it in the, in, in the thread, in the forum itself, but I was thinking, you know what? This merits discussion here on the show. Uh, Duramater writes in, I listened to the first episode of Sick and Wrong today. It brought up a few questions. Dee's story selection for this episode dealt with naughty nurse aides who pumped up their wards with laxatives before the end of the shift, leaving the oncoming shift to deal with the results. Gross, negligent, and inhumane, obviously. What surprised me was Dee's passion in relating this story. On a scale of 1 to 10, back then we used to use the 10-star scale. <laughs> yeah. There wasn't even stars, it was just 1 to 10. He gave this a 9. All I could have think of was the story would never make it on the show today. And if by some miracle it did, I could hear Dean Wackerly discussing what element would be missing to make it a sick and wrong story of the week. Well, did they stick a family of gerbils up their rectums? Nobody died. Was there an anal prolapse? I don't get it. What's the big deal? So she's wondering, <clears throat> what's next in the sick and wrong Parabola. <laughs> What's next in the uh, sick? You know, in the At sick the and wrong eye. universe. Like, what? Are, what are we? What are we going to do next? What's going to qualify as a sick and wrong story in the year twenty twelve?
3: I thought that was a great story. I still think it's. I think it's like hearing that story was the reason we even started to do this show.
2: Well, I think it's on the interpretation. I totally agree. If that story came along it's now, hilarious. if that story came along now, we would totally do it. And I think a lot of people who listen to the show, kind of miss the point. We don't just do something that's completely heinous and atrocious. We do something that has a modicum of humor in it.
3: Well, hopefully.
2: Hopefully. I, an element. of, But there's got to be a humorous element.
3: And I think people do. <laughs> I don't think it's that subtle. I mean,
2: no, but there's a lot of people who are like, oh, these stories are so weak.
3: I th- here, Here's what I think. I think she picked a bad example because I think that is a good story. But she does make a good point that we used to do stories – not that story, but at the beginning, we would – the bar was lower. You know, we would do something like, oh, a guy beat the shit out of his kid and uh, locked it in a closet, where we wouldn't do that story today. Because it's just like, yeah, when when does that not happen?
2: I think it has gotten to – I agree with Duramater here that it's gotten to the point now on the show where it's like, if we're going to do a story – we want something that's an angle. particularly heinous and has an angle, something different. It's like, you know, there's a million rape stories, there's a million child abuse stories, but we want something that has a different. You know, the, the, uh, the dad on PCP who ate out his kid's eyeball. Angle.
3: You know, there's <laughs> well, something. That's just the greatest story of all time. <laughs> I, know, I don't want to overanalyze it either because it's like explaining a joke.
2: I, uh, yeah, exactly.
3: But you know what, though? I mean, always, here's another thing. Final word for DuraMater. We used to worry like what's gonna happen because there's only so much sick shit you can talk about, and then we slowly found out that no, there's always something worse that happens the next week, and we've been doing it for three years.
2: Exactly, I told you. Which know, is
3: strange. You, well, I totally thought we would just burn out, but there's always something worse. Exactly, it's like That's when the you, lesson of the show.
2: <laughs> when you think you've heard the most sick and wrong story of all time, next week. It's going to be even worse.
3: Well, And there might be a lull, granted. Yeah. But then the ne- if there is a lull, the next week will be that much worse to make up for the lull.
2: So don't worry, people. You'll always have, have your sick and wrong fix.
3: Yes. But it's people, go check out the sick and wrong forum.
2: You can link to it right off the main page. Also, I'd like to thank everybody out there for subscribing to the show on iTunes and giving us all those comments. I don't know if you noticed, Wackley, we were on the first page of Comedy Podcast this week. And uh yeah, you know,
3: um I still have a little bit of disappointment though. Cuz you know what happened this week? Right. The Webbies. The Webbies. The Webbies which are like the Oscars of the internet. Um which I don't know if you noticed or not, uh cuz they you know, they conducted the there's a big award ceremony. It's in Los Angeles. It was on the 8th, which I guess was Monday night, and I don't know if you noticed but we didn't go.
2: No, we didn't go. We weren't
3: invited. We weren't I, awarded or even nominated. Did you notice that? We
2: weren't even nominated.
3: No, we weren't.
2: Yeah, you know, I'm, quite, I'm quite chagrined to hear this.
3: I'm thinking it was an oversight or maybe some type of a computer glitch. So next but, year would probably be our year because we are in the first page of iTunes. But here's something you might not know. The Webbies, when you do your acceptance speech, which I think is, this is the greatest thing about the Webbies, because there's a lot to criticize about the Webbies. But they have a five... I can think of one, the name. (laughs) Well, yeah. The web awards, the webbies. It's like calling your snake Snakey.
2: Who says the interweb? That's what I want to hear. Yeah, Snakey.
3: But they do have a five-word limit on acceptance speeches, which is good because they have like 140 awards. (laughs) It's just all this bullshit, like best podcast. Come on. So let me ask you, uh, I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but what would be your five-word acceptance speech? Well, what will be, because next year we're probably going to win it. Well, right
2: off the cuff, I think it'd probably be, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Mine was going to be, I actually wrote it down because I can't be spontaneous, but mine was, uh, podcasting is fun, I'm drunk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't that same thought go through your head every time we do this show?
3: Yeah. What's yeah. your problem?
2: <laughs> So who won the fucking Webbys? I mean, who wins that? Who Who won best podcast?
3: uh, Like the UK Guardian... Podcast directory They, they awarded best podcast To not even a specific podcast But like to a directory of podcasts Most of which probably suck Maybe one of which is good There was one comedy podcast In the podcast Who, thing
2: Which comedy podcast? It's
3: the Onion Radio bullshit Which yeah, I think see, is totally contrived I would
2: rather have Keith and the Girl I would
3: love to if Keith and the Girl over Or, or the Mediocre Onion. Show
2: a Mediocre Show For sure But I mean I'd rather have Keith and the Girl win Instead of the Onion Radio Network Just it's because just Keith and the Girl's Indie, you know, yeah. yeah.
3: They should have. In, they should have the independent web. You know, they <laughs> the Webby's make a lot of money because it costs money to enter your website. So maybe we should come up with the Sundance Webbies. of Webbies.
2: The Indebbies. We should stop
3: giving away our ideas on the show. Exactly. We just Case fucked up.
2: But people, if you want to learn something from what Wackley just said. Go give us some more votes on iTunes. Spread the sickness a little bit better so we can at least get nominated for the fucking webbies. Jesus Christ.
3: Spread it better, bitch. Spread it.
2: <laughs> um, also, uh, you know, I just got in a whole shipment of T-shirts here, and I sent out like 12 this week. We have about, I don't know, 38 left, I think, something like that, 35 All right. left. All right. So that's get every that's it for this design, though. I'm retiring this design. So, people, order now. Get your T-shirt. It's a great way to support the show. Be a member of the Sick and Wrong Army. You can go to the Sick and Wrong store right off the main page and order our T-shirt. I'm probably not going to make the new shirts until we've gone through all these ones. So, yeah. yeah. you know, People keep ordering T-shirts. We appreciate the
3: support. It's called Just-in-Time Manufacturing. Just-in-Time.
2: Also, uh, the Sick and Wrong Song of the Week here is brought to you by someone who calls themselves Krispy Kreme. Uh he or she writes in, hey guys, I got an idea for the official sick and wrong theme song, Cockstar by Faggot Bruce. <laughs>
3: Sounds you, good to me.
2: you two can sing it to each other, and D's brother can do the chorus. You know, I checked out the song. Faggot Bruce is quite talented. <laughs> it's a good song. So we're gonna Better be- than Weird Al? <clears throat> uh, I wouldn't put him in that category, but uh yeah. <laughs> he's, he's,
3: not not- <laughs> hey, he's not a
2: demigod. he's not a demigod. Um, But we're going to end the show here Second Wrong Song of the Week Courtesy of Krispy Kreme With Cockstar By uh, Faggot Bruce People will be back next week With episode 179 Till then Take a sleazy
3: Good night
1: Faggot Bruce Faggot Bruce Coming once again Cockstar 2008 He's back motherfuckers Winston Death on the track Cheer The motherfucking English Bulldog Knuckle BUSS IT BOOYAH You grip it then you kiss it it I'm gon' stick it It's time for abuse F-A-G-G-O-T This is Bruce Check this sick ass flow coming from a fucking gay nigga Ain't you heard yet? I ain't got no shame nigga What's that you said dog? You wanna talk trash? Let's see how tough you look with a dick in your head I'm a rough motherfucker, spent 10 years in the clink Crushed all types of ass, black, white, knee and chink I'm scary as hell, so motherfuckers don't flex Shack you with the shower and some bloody gay sex grip it then you kiss it, it, on, the it on the cock I'm gonna stick it It's time for abuse F-A-W-G-O-T This is Bruce on the cock. You grip it then you kiss it Give it swole Then punch the tip and twist it, it on the cock. It's time for abuse F-A-W-G-O-T This is Bruce Verse 2 coming through with a thickness Fuck females, I'm all about the dickness I rip the mic and represent from my crew Strictly deeply, I'll put my penis where you poo poo Don't act disgusted, it's bigger than me baby Yo daddy queer as hell, and he like gulping gravy From a rough neck, bulletproof, humble like Bruce Get ready for cop, I hope that cornhole be loose you grip it, then you kiss it. Flick it on a cock I'm gon' stick it. Flick it on a it's time for abuse. fa is Bruce. Flick it on a you grip it, then you kiss it. Then punch the tip and twist it It's time for abuse F-A-W-G-O-T, this is Bruce I'm the Wizard of Wang, call me Gandalf the Gay Dwarf, Papa, or Elf, all that ass be in play I'm sick with it, precious Deep inside my robes, bow down to the scepter Now your face explodes I got potions, and some magical lotions A sorcerer shit, put that dick in motion The time has come to crown the new rap king Faggot Bruce, give me the gold You grip it, then you kiss it, I'm gon' stink it, it's time for abuse, F-A-W-G-O-T, this is Bruce. You grip it, then you kiss it, then punch the tip and twist it, it's time for abuse, F-A-W-G-O-T, this is Bruce. That's right, I told you I'd be back. Motherfucking faggot Bruce. Heavy metal style. Lick nuts.